If you're just tuning in, this is the David O. Gray Show, Voice of Truth and Reason on Guadalupe Radio Network. Also, in case you missed it, Monday was a federal holiday. It was called Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It is a, a memorial to the civil rights leader and icon Martin Luther King Jr. Born Michael King in uh, 1929, Michael changed his name to Martin in honor of his father, Martin Luther. MLK Jr. was then later assassinated on April 4, 1968 in Memphis, Tennessee. Working alongside other black men such as future Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall and um, homosexual activist Baynard Rustin, Martin Luther King Jr. led an era in which civil rights for black Americans became the preeminent priority for many in the United States. Martin Luther King Jr. was thought to be a communist by Jet Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover's FBI, primarily due to his objection to the Vietnam War. But looking over Martin Luther King Jr.'s writing, he seemed to be closer to the idea of distributionism than socialism. Distributionism is an economic theory that asserts that the world's productive assets should be widely owned rather than concentrated in the hands of capitalists or governments. Martin Luther King Jr. was hated by many in his day, but today is revered by many. So much so that throughout the country this past weekend in local parishes and liturgies celebrated by lower clergy, Masses were being held in cathedrals, celebrated by bishops. Martin Luther King Jr. was celebrated so endearingly that you have thought that Sunday was his feast day and that he is a canonized saint. In fact, if any of you can show me one, I mean, you can go online to the masses that were still recorded. If any of you can show me just one, one mass that was celebrated for Martin Luther King Jr. where they also prayed for his soul, I'll gift you a free copy of my book on the liturgy called The Divine Symphony. I do not believe that you will. I don't believe that you will find any instances of anyone praying for Martin Luther King's soul. And I think we're just simply assuming that he's not in hell. Which means that Catholics are not only acting like Protestants in these instances, but we're doing Martin Luther King Jr. a grave this service. This unofficial feast day for Martin Luther King Jr. has been going on for decades in many of our Catholic dioceses, and it really helps to illustrate a, a vital co concern that we all should have. The principal purpose of the liturgy is to divinize us. That's it. It is to make us holy. It is a call us to be in the world who we have received through the liturgy. And for that reason, we must always avoid occasions by which we insert things that belong to the world into the space reserved for things that are divine. The more the world that uh, we bring into the liturgy and the more worldly the liturgy becomes, the less we have there to divinize us. The more the things that of the world that we bring into the liturgy, the more we have a church that has more in common with the world than it has with Christ. And that impacts the type of relationship we have with Christ. Now, I'm not opposed to MLK Jr. dinners. I was invited to speak at one 
last year, beginning in 2020, down in Louisiana. A very nice parish, and I enjoyed my time there. Of course, I didn't speak about Martin Luther King Jr. at all, but I do appreciate why, why some people do appreciate his efforts and accomplishments. To the contrary. What you and I should always be opposed to are three things. First, the blatant negligence of our duty to pray for the dead. Second, having feast days in the Catholic Church for, for people who could very well be in hell right now. And third, incorporating these holidays of the world into the liturgy, whatever they are. Whether it's Martin Luther King Day, whether it's 4th of July, President's Day, Veterans Day. We have to be careful when incorporating holidays of the world into the liturgy. Guard your faith. Because obviously, no one else is going to do it for you.